on today's Game of Life podcast, we're talking about teamwork in the community with public servants, student athletes, and representatives from Domo Beyond the Game. Hey, this is Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, the host of the Game of Life. R-E-S-B-E-C-T, respect. And I'm just thrilled to be back in the studio. Since the pandemic, we have taken every necessary precaution as, we've, as we're doing today to keep everybody socially distant and safe. And it is my privilege to have two public servants that I truly respect in the studio with me today. Mayor J.C. Bermudez, City of Doral, Mayor of City of Doral, excuse me, and the Chief of the Miami-Dade School Police Department, Chief Edwin Lopez. Gentlemen, welcome to the Game of Life. Thank you for having us here. Very appreciative, President Nelson, uh, this opportunity to not only learn about what you're doing, but uh, all the great things that you've continued to do during the pandemic. No, it's an absolute pleasure. And Chief, with Biggs and Blue, it is, uh, again, it's a trying time and for law enforcement, but we will always talk, and as we do, uh, just like a brother to me, it's always through the lens of humanity. So let's let's start there in terms of how's everything going, and we certainly understand some of the challenges with social justice. Absolutely, this is a, a very unique time in uh, in our country. Uh, we're battling, you know, multiple challenges on the on the <clears throat> on the front. We're you know obviously dealing with a pandemic, and we're also dealing with issues of social justice throughout this country. You know, it's not uh, blind to anyone. You know, via social media and the news, um, we see and we hear what's going on and. Uh, here in South Florida, I'm extremely proud of the law enforcement community. Uh, the fact that uh, we've really bonded together in terms of over 30 municipalities here in Miami-Dade County um, in terms of really analyzing our uh, law enforcement tactics, the way we interact with the community, the way we interact with children, and really forge that front and, and look internally at our best practices and see in comparison to other uh, law enforcement agencies throughout the country, uh, are we doing the right things here? And, and I think we are. Uh, evidenced by by programs like the Bigs and Blue program, uh, you know, other mentoring initiatives, and just contact with kids on a daily basis. Um, I'm very proud uh, and humbled to serve as the chief of police for the Miami-Dade School Police Department, the largest school-based police department in the country, you know, almost 500 sworn. So um, we've really grown uh, since the inception of the Bigs and Blue program in, a, in about 2008 under the leadership of, of Chief Hurley back then. And uh, we've really been able to grow the program, and uh, it's a good time for us right now. Shout out to my man, Chief Hurley. That's where Bigs and Blue started, and the legacy continues. And it's all about leadership and your leadership in continuing to recruit officers. And we know officers have routines, but the fact that officers are taking the opportunity to mentor is greatly appreciated. So thank you for that. Absolutely, sir. Mayor, you are never bored because you have to run a city. And and what's been one of the biggest challenges? The obvious challenge has been the pandemic, of course. But how are you making it through and what pivots has, have you made? Well, you know, it's led to, I would say, probably a lot more, even though we've had to shut down a lot of our facilities that are slowly reopened, in particular the parks. But like Chief Lopez said, on the policing side, we had to adjust many different things because obviously, um, besides the fact that we had to deal with the pandemic internally, we had the countywide curfew, which is still in place to a certain extent. And then obviously the other aspect of it, continuing servicing the community and having council meetings and listening to people and moving the projects. So it's been a very 
complex time that has made us shift and really pivot in a way, which has been good because government, you know, sometimes takes a while to move. It's like a big ship, you know, yes. and and that's given us an opportunity to do a lot of new things and, uh, you know, projects where we've actually shifted a lot of things to doing them virtually, at least for the time being. The one thing that still we need to improve, and we were talking about this a little bit before, is I'd love to give back to, you know, our full parks program for the kids, uh, you know, really being open because the schools have slowly opened. But I, I'm a little bit concerned with, uh, and here uh, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, you know, you've got, you, you probably deal with this every day, but I'm a little bit concerned about the impact of COVID really on, on the mental aspect of young men and women. I, I've seen some of that, I'll be honest with you, on adults also, but on young men and women too. And and I think uh, coming out of COVID, that's something we're all going to have to deal with. And the only way we can deal with it is, as you mentioned, as a team. And um, I, I feel those, the sequela of that or the impact is going to be felt a little bit after we get through this process where everybody starts going back out. And I like what you mentioned, Mayor, and it is a real challenge for all of us. And as we think about public service, social isolation, the trauma, and a lot of the issues that kids and families dealt with pre-pandemic were just kind of, I mean, you talk about adding insult to injury. Uh, and so I'm with you on that. And I think it speaks to the power and the importance of mentoring. There's, you know, deeply rooted research in terms of how just a caring adult being there. It holds true in community policing, a caring adult in terms of public servants like you, Mr. Mayor, uh, being there for these children. So opening parks and things of that nature are important in, in the proper sequencing. But let's talk about mentoring and why is it so important? And we have a partnership, and thank you, uh, Mr. Mayor. And we want to continue to expand as we've been doing with, Chief, uh, with uh, the school police department mentoring programs. We have a workplace mentoring program with the city of Doral, School to Work, and the Bigs and Blue with city of Doral as well. And under your leadership, we want to continue to to grow both programs. How important is that caring adult, that mentor, as it relates to the healing process and the, I guess, the post-pandemic reality? Yeah, I think it's incredibly important. I mean, mentoring is probably, and all the studies have shown that uh, mentoring, uh, in particular in those key years, those teenage years between childhood and adulthood, is critical. And uh, unfortunately, in our country, we all know that there's a lot of families that don't have both parents there. And even if they do, they don't have them there all the time either. Uh, and I think it, it's it's critical it, it, in, a, in a normal environment. It becomes doubly critical now because you've, you've got a lot of children who maybe their routine has been interrupted, both academically and actually in just being able to go out and get a little sun and exercise, you know, and spend time with their friends. So uh, to have that guidance, to have somebody who tells them, hey, life's not about everything going well all the time. Life's about overcoming the difficult times because that's really when your your mettle is tested. And, you know, I always tell my, my three girls, I learned a lot more from failure than from success. Hmm. Uh, you can only become a success if you learn from failure because it just doesn't happen overnight. And if uh, mentoring at, at that age for a young man, a young woman, is so critical, which is why the programs that, that you guys carry out here, you know, uh, and I, I know that you see this, President Nelson, as the impact. You have kids on all, all over South Florida, and, and you see it. My wife's a special needs teacher, and, and uh, you know, every once in a while, a young child invite her to a high school, a college graduation, and remind her how important it was that she impacted their life when they were, you know, young men and women. And I can't think of anything better than that. I mean, uh, because you've impacted somebody's life. And as mentors, 
you know, that's what you do. And, and, and we don't have enough. You know, one of the things, maybe this will be like a free paid political advertising for uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters. <laughs> but we need more people involved. Uh, you know, and I know uh, Chief Lopez was talking about the involvement of uh, police officers in Doral, all across the county. But we need more people involved because there's a lot of young men and women that unfortunately, even even more so now in, in, in this post-pandemic time, that I, I do believe will be difficult. I really do. I, I, I think I think mental health is is going to be a key issue in the next year. I keep on repeating this. I'm not a psychiatrist, but I've I've talked to a lot of friends who are psychiatrists, psychologists. I just think the impact of this pandemic is gonna be a little bit more than we imagine, particularly for those young men and women. No doubt about it. Let's stay there. Chief, uh, you're an athlete. Uh, you know the role sports has played in your life, and I'm sure in your, your leadership today, you can attribute it to a lot of things you learned on the field and how you deal with things off the field. Your, the mental challenges, the mental health challenges, and we've talked about your regular guest on the show, de-escalation and the importance of it. Why did I start with athletics? Because you have to keep – Keep a mindset, keep a focus. So talk about weave in sports and how community policing and the importance of de-escalation, as the mayor said, when these kids are going back to school, hopefully in the fall, as we get into the summer months soon, how important is not only for your officers but all law enforcement to remember the basic athletic sports lessons and community policing? Well, even in sports, there's boundaries, right? You go out of bounds, you're out of the play. There's also rules. If you violate the rules in a game, you may be ejected from the game. So rules and parameters are, are a vital part of, of life, not only sports, but it does transition into, into uh, law enforcement and any walk of life that, that we take. Uh, we're very fortunate here in Miami-Dade County uh, we have exceptional, exceptional leadership, you know, from Mayor uh, Bermudez as far as elected officials and just CEOs of companies like yourself, our superintendent of schools, Alberto Carvalho. I mean, you're talking about key figures in this community that really care about kids, that truly place a system um, amongst the bodies that they govern that really facilitates individuals to get out um, and mentor. Um, our officers, in terms of community policing, uh, there's been a huge shift in community policing throughout this country. over the, It started basically 20 years ago. Unfortunately, it takes years and years, uh, like the mayor said, to really you know direct that big ship. Law enforcement, there's almost a million officers in the United States. So you're talking about an entire culture change. Um, through advances like social media, we're able now to highlight certain key behaviors and, and we're able to really analyze certain incidents and learn from them. Um, law enforcement is like any profession. You have good apples and bad apples. You have police officers that make mistakes. And I'm the first proponent, like like my you know fellow chiefs, that we want to take out the bad apples from law enforcement. But we also want to take them out from every profession, from the medical field, from our churches, from you know our classrooms. Uh, we feel that uh, because of social media, we're now more cognizant and more aware of some of these mistakes. So we're, we, we are hiring and attracting individuals into the profession, whether you're a municipality like Doral or the city of Miami or Hialeah, or you're a school policing agency, we are recruiting and attracting individuals into the profession that really have that mindset, that really want to utilize arrest as a last resort, that really you know, hone in on key initiatives like prevention and intervention before you have to really take somebody's freedom away, um, especially dealing with kids. We mm -hmm. know that a mistake as a child could prevent that child 
from being an attorney, from going to the military, being a, a, a firefighter, from being a doctor, from being a police officer. So we all make mistakes, you know, and, and it's many times it's fallen on luck. If you run into the wrong police officer at the wrong time in the wrong area, your, your, your destination could be altered for the rest of your life. So we're cognizant of that. So we are trying to recruit individuals with that same ideology that really want to utilize arrest as a last resort. And I think it's really helped here, and specifically in Miami-Dade County. We just are not seeing those issues that we hear locally that we see across the country. It's not a perfect system, but because of the mayor, because of all of our lo local elected officials that have lived in this community, that were born and raised here, that came during dis different times, that have lived in Miami in the 70s and the 80s when this community was completely different. It's a community uh, built on on grind, on hard work. Um, I think we are leaps and bounds ahead of others. Well, gentlemen, your public service, your leadership, Mayor Bermudez, Chief Lopez, together is the only way forward. And I just want to thank you both for your service, for your partnership, because we get through this, and we are in the midst of getting through it. But the future is very bright. Our kids have unlimited potential. Mayor, you've already given the public service announcement in terms of we need more mentors because there's kids out there and to all the families. And, Mayor, I'll give you the last word, sir. Well, uh, first of all, President Nelson, thank, for the thank you for the opportunity to be here with the, the chief. Uh, and thank you for everything you do because you're at the front lines, you know, I mean, just like the chief is. You guys are on the front lines. I, as an elected official, sometimes get to impact policy and certainly listen to and, and watch what both of you do to, to, to be at the front lines to make this a better community. I'm, you know, I always tell people that, uh, you know, uh, growing up in South Florida, it's, you know, I'm a big believer that this is paradise. And paradise isn't perfect, you know, as, as the chief said, but we're working every day to get better. And both of you, I know, uh, both of your hard work, uh, both of you that work so hard, and, and in your case, uh, President Nelson, we have to recruit more people to be a part of, 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 of really giving back because giving back has been critical. And, and uh, we've seen that with police departments across Miami-Dade. They've shifted from, you know, in our city, many, many of our food drives have been led by our police. They've actually right. helped feed people, So it's which is not typical of what an officer is supposed to be doing. So you know, uh, thank you again for the opportunity to be here, and I look forward to, to working, continue to work with Big Brothers and Big Sisters, and uh, keep on spreading the message that together we are better. Absolutely. Well, gentlemen, ain't no mountain high enough. We have some challenges ahead, but the bottom line is, in the game of life, everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. Let's go. Hey, this is Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers and Big Sisters Miami, the host of The Game of Life. Keep your head up, old school Tupac. And we talk about keeping your head up, having young men in the studio who are focused, headstrong, on and off the field. It's a pleasure for me. Welcome to the game of life, Isaiah, Jakari, and Colin. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Amazing, sir. Doing good. Glad to be here. Oh, it's good. Welcome to Miami. It's good to have you all, all right. in town. And whenever you have student athletes that want to come through the 305 and uh, hang out, uh, but what I love about what you all are doing and what you all are serious about is giving back. Right. That's why you're here at Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Miami. So, Isaiah, let's start with you. And why is giving back so important to you? Um, yes, sir. Giving back is, is um, so important because coming from the family I come from, um, they, don't, they didn't have a lot of opportunities to give back. So going to our organization, um, Domo Beyond the Game, I just want to give back my time to um, the youth and the kids 
um, and express my experiences and the day's gonna get better for you that's excellent a brighter future so it's not where you start it's how you finish i right. like that i like right. that so that's a strong mentality Excellent. Jakari, how you doing? Doing great. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Uh, QB1. Yes, sir. That's uh, all right. Uh, so, uh, Jakari, why is giving back so important to you? Um, Just going through, like, the fact of my life of it, just, like, nobody gave back to me, you know what I mean? So, I mean, just uh, generating that, like, that uh, force or whatever, just giving back to kids and stuff like that, because you never know what you're going to need. Like, I'm going to be old one day. And I'm going to need uh, a kid that's going to be buying me, a nurse or somebody that's going to take care of me or something like that. So I don't want a kid that's, you know, that's been through stuff, not like the right mindset and stuff like that, taking care of me. Because, I mean, I want to live, you know what I mean, like that. So just having that impact on the future. Because, I mean, I had somebody put in something to me, and then you got to carry that along and along. It's like a food chain, you know what I mean? Like, you just got to give back to each other, give back to everybody. And, I mean, everybody live in perfect harmony. And, like, you got that kid, those kids with that uh, that generation that's coming up. I mean, you want to just change the thing for everything. You don't want every kid on drugs and stuff like that. And, uh, like, with media and social media and all that stuff, getting these kids' heads, you want to, like, sit them down and talk to them about these things and, like, get them on the right track. So when they get older, they don't got to be like, oh, shoulda, woulda, coulda, I'm here, I remember that, you know what I'm saying? You don't got to have no mistakes, no regrets, none of that. So, I mean, just just giving back. I love it. As Isaiah said, it's as you think about uh, – despite your circumstances there's still hope jakara you're talking about even if somebody didn't invest in you we can break this cycle right and let's you know again whether it be it drugs be it a crime whatever the challenges are it, it's just like running a play you mm-hmm. still got to get through you got to read and react right and so I, lo- I love that mentality speaking of qb1 what's up colin how you doing i'm doing well and so why is important uh why is giving back so important to you colin well, whenever I was growing up, a lot of people gave me a lot of opportunities. So whenever I came to Domo, Jakari, he gave me an opportunity and taught me a lot whenever I got there. So I wanted to teach back to young kids that are coming after me. Now give me that logo. So so talk to me about it. Um, Domo, I joined them two years ago. And... Uh, now I'm here right now. It's a lot of fun. I love that. So it's Domo, it's beyond the game. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I like that. So this is beyond. We're talking beyond the game today, yeah. and we're going to get some representatives from from Domo here shortly uh, on our show. And so as we talk about student athletes, so you all focus on giving back, right? And I love what you did, uh, Colin. Let's stay with you, Colin, on that because you mentioned said Jakari gave you an opportunity. So Jakari is. A mentor to you. Yes, sir, he is. Now, what has he taught you? Now, he's right here, by the way. You're just talking to me, but <laughs> he's right there. What did he? What has he taught you as a mentor? Uh, he's taught me uh, the mechanics on uh, playing quarterback, what I need to read, what drawbacks I need to do, and he's teaching me to keep my grades up in school, not to do, not to hang around with the wrong people. Yeah, we went fishing uh, last weekend. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah. there. What'd you catch? Uh, nothing. Yeah, nothing. Not, but, so he didn't teach you how to fish. Wait, <laughs> yeah, talk, yeah, wait, wait hold on. I, wait. I taught him how to rig a line, set it up. To not catch set a fish. No, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It was just when the wind blows, when the wind blows east, they bite the least. It was it was blowing. You know I got saying? you. So yeah. you blame it on the wind. Yeah, blame it on the wind. But I tell you what, on a windy day, QB1s, both of you, on a windy day, it doesn't matter. Yeah, ripping right through. There, yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's the mentality. Yeah. Beyond the game. And so, gentlemen, uh, in terms of, you know, mentoring, it's being a student athlete. And, Colin, you mentioned it, that Jakari, in terms of mentoring, has basically taught you and helped you, you know, keep keep the right people in your circle. Don't hang out with the wrong crowd because that can have an, an impact on you. So as a student athlete, 
uh, again, why, what does student athlete mean to you? And this will be the same question for all three of you. What does it mean to be a student athlete? Well, to me, it means keep my grades first and football comes after. Nothing can come without your grades. You need to keep your grades high. Like it. I like it. Jakari? Oh, just like I go to school before I go to practice. So, I mean, that's just that's like evident right there that like you got to be on your uh, yourself about because you can have a dumb quarterback. You know what I mean? You can't have a 1.7 GPA, 2.5 GPA. Think you're going to go in into a program and take over. Like, that doesn't happen that way. Like, if it is, then all those coaches should be fired and you shouldn't be playing that position. I mean, you just got to take over as far as not even football. I mean, you got to be smartest man on the field and be the smartest man in the classroom and be there early and be there late. I mean, just all giving it into it. I mean, just applying yourself to what you do. You're a student, so you apply yourself to that. You're a quarterback, you apply yourself to that. I mean, it's just giving all out in what you do. Guys are getting me hype. Isaiah, you like being around quarterbacks, don't you? <laughs> yes, sir. You know, you know why? Because they, they, you're the you're the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yes, they, sir. Without the QB, and so you play wide receiver, correct? Yes, sir. I do. I play both ways, actually. Oh, okay. So you're your own worst enemy, too. So you're, you're DB and wide receiver. Yeah, they kind of so, help me go hand-in-hand, so I normally know what to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just easier. Knowing both sides of the ball, it gives you up on the game. So when he's making you, you break before him. I've been in the football a lot, so <laughs> you know, I don't read quarterbacks easily. I love it. I love it. So let's throw that same question at you. Uh, and so student-athlete, what does that mean to you, Isaiah? Um, yes, sir. Student-athlete, um, it's just having both of your eggs in both baskets, not just having too many in one. Um, you need to um, incorporate yourself also in the classroom and on the football field, and that's what makes someone a student-athlete. I love it. I love it. Sure. I, w- I must say, and let me just pause for a minute, mm-hmm. and Colin, Takari, Isaiah, you guys are impressive young men. Appreciate that. No, I mean that sincerely. Because one of the things, and obviously we're here on a Game of Life podcast, and the theme of this podcast is in the Game of Life, everybody makes the team, but Mm -hmm. how you play is up to you. Now, as you all know, playing competitive sports, not everybody makes a team. Mm -hmm. But in life, no matter where you grow up, no matter what your circumstances, you're still on the team in the Game of Life, but you have choices to make. And so I got one more question for you all, uh, and it speaks to legacy. Now, in terms of sports, uh, I'm from I'm from the state of Ohio. In Ohio, there's a Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio, the NFL Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. The best whoever suited up and laced it up, or their, whether it's their bust, whether it's their uh, the pictures, the whole nine yards, and their names are in not only in Canton, Ohio, but the college they went to and the high school, and just you have a legacy of leadership. Now, beyond the game, see that Domo quote? Beyond the game, yeah. What do you want your legacy to be in life? And I know it's a deep question. You guys are all young student athletes, but it's best to plant a seed now. So, Isaiah, we'll start with you. What do you want your legacy to be, young man? Um, yes, sir. I want my legacy to be um, that he was just a great person, a great guy. Um, he was a very likable person. When you was around him, it really uplifted your day if you was having a bad day. Um, also, on the football side, that um, – when you line up across him, it was like, oh, you can't guard him. Oh, like, this that's that guy. Like, this having that it factor. Just like when you're around people or in situations, like, that's him. So that's what I want my legacy to be. That's a strong name, Isaiah, too. Yes, sir. That's a strong name. No doubt about it. A messianic prophet. So he told you before the real thing even happened. So before Isaiah beat you on the field, you already know he's here. You can, you can use that. I won't sure. charge you for that, young man. That's deep. That's deep. Jakari, what do you want your legacy to be, QB1? Um, legacy. 
Just uh, that guy that's um, that's more just can blend with anybody, can uh, brighten somebody's day, can just like I said, blend with anybody. Taking from him, uh, just being that guy, that it factor, being the best player on the field, or just the best player in life. I mean, just um, taking time out my day to give back to people, and just um, contributing back to the community that uh, I've been gratefully uh, just put on this earth, and just um, giving back to that, and uh, just that legacy of just. Um, Gosh dang, uh, just living life at, to the fullest, you know, just being happy at all times, just uh, having good vibes, just um, giving back. Like you said, uh, just it's like living, you know what I mean? Just, I like that. Like not, not saying no, no worries, no cares, but like just straightforward, doing what I got to do, have my mindset on what I got to do, and just um, have like not be a, a follower, that too, not even being a follower, just having your own group your own trend, you know, your own circle, you know what I'm saying? Let people flock to you. You don't got to flock to everybody. And don't conform to, like, what's going on now in the world and stuff like that. So just it's that legacy of that guy that's just going to make it be a difference maker in somebody's life or on a football team or just even that in a classroom or just anywhere. It factor, difference maker. We're building legacy. Colin, when you were just a baby, when you didn't know me but I knew you, And so I know the the stock from which you come, and so so leadership. And again, as I think about you, you're the youngest one in this room, uh, but you you are mature beyond your years, and I mean that uh, sincerely. It's a compliment. Thank you. So, what does legacy mean? What do you want your legacy to be, Colin? I just want to be remembered as a person who had good character, leadership in the classroom, leadership on the field leader in life. I just want to be remembered as a good person. That's it. Gentlemen, there are sports shows we recognize, and I'm sure you all were watching it as well, in the midst of this pandemic, when everything was shut down, and then there was a series, a documentary called The Last Dance. Did you all see it? Yes, sir, I did. Who, Who was that athlete? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. The GOAT. <laughs> and so when you, uh, when you, they interviewed MJ, and you just heard just how he would react to somebody challenging him on the court, mm-hmm. and he would get the last word always. You would see how he practiced and how he would push his teammates. And the reason I reference that is, you know, that's, he's a basketball legend. But as I look forward and I see the future and Isaiah and Jakari and and Colin, I am very encouraged. As CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, you all just coming through and visiting with me today, I want to thank each and every one of you because what that does, you know, I've run an organization that's all about mentoring. And to see mentoring take place right now with Jakari and, and Colin and how all of you want to have that it factor be that leader on and off the uh, field and want to have that character. That is, gentlemen, what will yield success in the game of life. Right. So thank you all for being with me today. Did you have fun today? Yes, yes sir. Well, this won't be the last time you're a guest on the game of life. Can you, have to, can you promise me that? Promise. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All yes, sir. right. Yes, so in the game of life, thanks for, thanks for being with us today. We've had Isaiah, Jakari, and Colin. Domo beyond the game. We'll learn more about that in just a few minutes because in the game of life, everybody makes the team. But how you play is up to you. Let's go. 
Wake up everybody, no more sleeping in bed. No more back to thinking, time for thinking ahead. This is the game of life. Nice and smooth. Uh, back in the studio, and welcome to the Game of Life. I'm your host, Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami. I'm privileged to have in the studio with me today the one and only G2 Gail Sayers Nelson II uh, co-hosting with me today. How you doing, son? Doing well. about yourself? Excellent. Excellent. Welcome back to the studio. Uh, in the midst of a pandemic, we're back. We're back, ready to rock and roll. And we're pleased to have some special guests from Domo. You're going to hear more about it beyond the game. And I wake up, everybody. Uh, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes that you just heard. Uh, at the end of the day, when it comes to sports, when it comes to life, we need to wake up and do the best we can. So we have Mr. T. Lee uh, with us today from Domo. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Glad to be here. The founder of Domo. And we also have the a director, and I want to make sure I get this right, C.J. Hurley. Uh, this, is, this is my brother, my friend. I mean, we, we just go way back. So it's good to have you in the studio. I know you work with uh, Domo as well. Director of Operations, talk to me. Uh, Beyond the Game. Director of Beyond, Beyond the, the game. game. Let's start right there, uh, Mr. C.J. Hurley. A pleasure to have you with back in the studio, my friend, and good to see you again as well. Nice to see you, Gail. Beyond the Game. What does that mean to you, sir? I, I think it epitomizes everything that we try to do at Domo. Um, obviously, there's a football component and a sports component, but we build our athletes differently. We don't just build them in the weight room or on the football field. We build them in church, uh, in our living rooms, in our classrooms, in our communities, uh, in organizations like this through partnerships, uh, because it's bigger than just sports. It's beyond the game. It's, um, it's a culture. It's a lifestyle. It's a brand. It's a way of life. And um, we feel that in doing that, when we, when we construct our athletes, we want them to be successful, not just on, and on the field, but in life. And we know that life is, is a game. And you have to make the right plays and mm. call the right plays. I tell you what, perfect guest, Gail, for the Game of Life uh, podcast as well. And let's talk about Domo and is the founder, T. Uh, why did you start this organization and what are the core values? So, you know, we started Domo organically, I would say. And, you know, to give you a little bit about my background, um, it's, it's an extension of my father. So if, if I'm from Jacksonville, Florida... And if, if you get within a 10-mile radius of Jacksonville, Florida, and mention Coach Teeley, there's probably not many people that have not been touched by my father's life in Jacksonville. And um, growing up, just seeing, being in that house and seeing what he was doing, touching lives, doing the same things we're doing, you know, buying food, giving kids rides to wherever they need to be. And um, I just continued that, that, that vision and that legacy and met some great people like Charlie and uh, – um, uh, Ray and, and Willie Lyles, and the God has blessed us to be able to do it at a national level. And so it started really with um, my son and, a, and about five or six of his friends a couple of years ago. Um, he's a DB at Arizona State, and um, Jay Frazier, who is a receiver at Florida, uh, Jaheen Bell, who's at South Carolina, Sam Brown at West Virginia, um, you got Smoke Dion Bowie, who's now committed to the University of Georgia. You know, kids, I, I, you know, just organically buying pizza and giving them rides and just, you know, just doing all the things we needed to do. And um, one seven-on-seven seven season before their senior year, um, we just got together and said, let's, let's do our own thing. 
You know, let's not wear another brand. Let's create something that represents us. And it literally what, what you see now, kids all the way from L.A. Um, up to Nebraska that are wearing the Domo brand and represent the Domo lifestyle, it really started with just an organic movement of, of kids wanting to represent something different. And they didn't know it at the time, but they were really representing and expressing um, an appreciation for a lifestyle of giving. Well, I tell you what, and obviously as speaking of organic, using that same word, as things organically happen, uh, I just hope and pray that one day, you know, you never know what comes to 305. That's right. We just let, let organic stay organic, right? That's right. Uh, and so I know one thing, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Miami, Charlie, is stands ready to partner, and we've partnered on significant programs that have changed the game. Uh, so we have history there. And as I think about, I mean, one of our legacy programs, Bigs and Blue, started with you. And I'll put that on record today here at Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Miami. If it wasn't for you, we would not have Bigs and Blue. So thank you for that. And i got to put that on record. Thank you, but it was a team effort, though. That's what, that, that's, what game, that's, what, that's what sport is all about, and especially in the game of life. But as we think about some of the core values, and as T. Lee mentioned as well, and I love the mentoring aspect of your father and what you've, that you've been that father figure to so many young men. And you all are impacting the nation. You're impacting the nation. And so, but what you're instilling in these young men, let's go back to beyond the game, Charlie. What you're instilling in these young men and in all of your athletes, when, when you see Domo and I think about Domo and big brothers, big sisters, and uh, mentoring. That's a talk about teamwork. That's a powerful combination. It's huge. It's inspiring. It's uplifting. Um, it's unselfish. Um, we and and I love that when we go to a tournament, for example, the minute you see a, a Domo logo, it automatically signals that. And if you know Domo, you know exactly that. Not only is that athlete a good athlete, top top tier athlete but you know where they stand from a value system. Uh, they value academics. They value family values. They have a financial piece that we work with in our children to teach them financial responsibility, protect your credit, save your money, be wise with your money. There's a civic and social engagement. That's the mentor piece. Um, the young men that we brought down here to visit South Florida, um, they came to us and they said, you know, we wanna go to South Florida. We wanna see the sun and the fun. Who doesn't, right? But they said, um, I, I want to see the community. I, I want to be part of that community. If, and, and, and if this is where I'm going to attend school, I want to learn more about that community. And this was on them. And I, I just I, I asked them, tongue-in-cheek, I said, well, what do you, what do you want to, uh, what, what do you have to contribute? And they told me exactly what I wanted to hear. They said, time. There's no more precious commodity than time. And for young people who generally, they, they, they're just worried about their small spaces, for them to have the forethought to be able to say, I want to give back to a community. The community that, I don't, that they don't even know yet speaks so deeply to where they live uh, in terms of character, values, principles, morals, and just good hearts and good souls. And that really kind of like epitomizes um, what a Domo athlete is. Mm -hmm. It's truly beyond the game and you see it when they interact on the bus rides you see it on the airplane you see it in the cars you see it on the sidelines <laughs> they just they really are special special people well one thing i look forward to is uh the next tournament because i just need to i, I just want to see it in action because i one of the things i clearly have seen in the studio i'm gonna toss to you gail in a second to talk about 
just uh, when you hear this, how it makes you feel. Because I know from whence you come, I've known you your whole life. <laughs> and just the next level of athlete, if you will. But gentlemen, uh, earlier in the show, I had three young men in here represent the Domo brand. And I must, I, all I need to say and all I have to say is well done. Because when I had Isaiah, Jakari, and Colin, it's top notch. Right, right. And I have met athletes. I've met professional athletes that need a lesson in manners. I'm keeping it general. I've met athletes that, I mean, yeah, okay, it's you can get the money, you can have the fame, but if you don't have that character, what do you really have? You're just in father time is undefeated. So when the game quits on you and not you quitting the game, mm-hmm. who do you have to call on? And so what I saw today, and if the 305 is ever blessed with any Domo athletes, mentoring is in a good place because these young men uh, truly represented themselves and certainly your brand extremely well. And, and, and you know, we, we have a, a, a what we think is a magical formula, right? So the off-the-field component is huge, but our approach is also you have to have the certain influence from a certain talent level. And um, mm-hmm. it creates a self-fulfilling a pro- prophecy and a closed loop. So if you think about Isaiah, right? Isaiah um, got connected to the program through my son, T. Ja'Cory got connected to the program through a friend of his in Valdosta that's at South Carolina, uh, Jaheim Bell, right? And so when you have the right talent, because that's where it starts. That's what, that's, that's what catches everyone's attention. So our mantra is if we can capture the hearts and minds of the most talented, then we can influence a greater sphere. And so um, that's, why, that's why, for one, all our kids are talented, and then all our kids are good character. Because the next group of kids, like Colin, that's looking at Jacory, top national recruit, but he sees his character, just like Jacory looked at Jaheen Bell. So our, we, we create a closed loop of always getting top talent, top character kids, and it allows us to cr- increase our influence. And that, that sphere just continues to get bigger, and it gets bigger organically through talent and character. And that's, that's, that's a formula that just naturally has worked great and has put us in a good position to really have some great kids. I call them all my son. No doubt. Game recognizes game. And that you don't want to be around anybody mediocre. And that's really building it organically. He, he right. just spoke to that. He gave you three tiers of athletes off the top of his head. You have guys that are already out there in college. You have the next batch. But yet organically, we've got one in the hopper. We've got many in the hopper, but one that was, was lucky enough to come and meet you, meet all those other wonderful people that we had lunch with today. And that's how we build it organically. And if you really want to change culture, you've got to get those, the front runners, right? Because they're the ones where everybody's looking at. And if you want to change the culture of a team, of a brand, of, of just how maybe people view athletes, um, especially let's have the conversation especially athletes that, that are African-American or whatever. We want to change the conversation. We want to say incredibly talented, uber talented on the football field. 
but they've got the academic piece there. They've got the character piece. Mm -hmm. They've got the financial literacy piece. They've got the family value piece. They've got all these other pieces. They are the complete young man, Mm -hmm. not just an athlete. They are the complete young man. It's, it's, it's how we really are, are trying to operate. And know? what you just described is a mentor. What, we, what these younger kids need, that type of mentor. Let me pause for a second let G2 uh, come on into the conversation. Go ahead. What do you yeah, have absolutely. for him? Absolutely. Uh, I think for me, hearing all the character piece uh, to everything and for me why I started coaching, uh, being a former college athlete, why I started coaching was to, uh, you know, sport reveals character. It doesn't build it. It reveals character. And so having the right uh, type of mentors, why I coach, not only from uh, seeing my dad coach me growing up, but also uh, the late Kobe Bryant and uh, understanding that mama mentality. And so uh, just hearing the the philosophy of Domo uh, and what both you guys are doing is just absolutely amazing. Uh, And I think for me, it just just shows me that uh, I can still look up to other people, you know, um, in, in different fields. And for me, being a coach, uh, working in professional sports and while I was in college and now on this next path of uh, being an admissions recruiter, which is still recruiting, you know, uh, recruiting the uh, character uh, kids, not just kids that are uh, well-versed academically, but also, you know, are, are well-rounded because that's what, you know, uh, brands and institutions need. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, yes, very important. And right. with that in mind, you know, this is a point of personal privilege as the host of the show and president and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters, having G2 on the show with me. He starts a brand new job, just graduated from Johnson Wales University uh, as well. Bachelor, bachelors of science, correct? Yes. Tell yes. me, what, what was your major? Uh, sports entertainment and event management. Right. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Thank and you. He starts his first job uh, with Florida Memorial University, only HBCU. If you don't know what HBCU means, that's Historical Black College and University <laughs> in South Florida. So congratulations on that, son. Thank you. Formal public announcement on the Game of Life podcast. T. Lee, you were about to say something as relates to that Domo brand and character as yes, well. Yes, yes. And, you know, it, it, the time that we're all in, right, with the, the, the social injustice that, it, that we see, it, it allows us to include an, a, an interesting component that even in my generation, your generation, I graduated from Raines High School in 1991, right? And so there was times in my path, I, I'm an a, a, a engineer by trade, that I couldn't be me. Right in the professional world. So the one thing that I think that is interesting about this these times is we can allow our kids to be themselves but also represent who they are internally. So we don't we allow the kids to embrace rap music, right? Embrace your culture. Right. So that helps us tear down those stereotypes so that just because you see an athlete they may have dreads or may have an earring or may have a tattoo, right? It, it doesn't necessarily, it, it, it means nothing about who they are. You still have to find out who they are on the inside and allowing our athletes to be themselves. Like I have a Southern draw from Jacksonville. There was a certain time in professional settings like these, I would turn that draw off. Now I never turn it off. There you go. I'm me, right? And thank God that, you know, I've Uh, been able to be successful enough professionally that I don't have to worry about that. But now I want our athletes and our next generation of kids to have the confidence that you can be you, but you can still be a good family man. You can still be a good business partner. You can still make good financial decisions. And the more the world sees us, I am African-American, black. I'm from the north side of Jacksonville. 
the more the world can see me and also understand that I'm a good dude, then the more it tears down that stereotype. So it's important for our kids to show up who they are and then sit down and represent themselves in the right way. It's not lost on me, Charlie, that I got my son sitting to my left. Absolutely. It's not lost on me that I had Colin sitting in the same chair. You remember him when he was a little baby? When he was a little baby. And, and it's not lost on me, and I say this on every, I say this on often on many of my shows, that as a black man that's a CEO of this organization that has the impact uh, with so many, regardless of their background, regardless of where they grew up, the language they speak, and it connects dots. Yeah. And so to be authentic, mm. to be able to connect these dots, to have a room full of uh, VIPs that we had for lunch today, gentlemen, and to be able to see the future. I mean, that's what I, when that is called business, I don't even call that work I enjoy it too much. And it ties into our brand management piece, right? And before our kids take the field, coaches tell them, be big, be bold, be courageous, go win, have fun. Those are the same marching orders we tell our kids in life. Before they came in for the interview, before um, they go to school, before, we take them out in town today. Be big, be bold, be brave, be courageous, win, have fun, mm-hmm. be you. It's okay to be you. Why? Because we know who you are. Because we know the Domo kids, and you is perfectly okay. Let me tell you something, gentlemen. I look forward to a a long-standing relationship with Domo, uh, with you, gentlemen, uh, and I know. Uh, as I think about legacy and family, you know, as well. G2, this, it's going to be fun watching some of these Domo boys do their thing. Absolutely. On and off the field. Right, right. Uh, so, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure having you here in South Florida on the game of life where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. Whatever these kids think they can do, they certainly can make it happen. Let's go. This is the game of life where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you.